Welcome, welcome, welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and Friends. The gospel program where we bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. So sit back, relax, don't touch that dial, and you will be blessed by the end of it all. We share because we care.
brother Z. Uh, how is it going? How is it going? It's, it's an excellent day for me. All right. I'm excited about it. I like that. I like that statement. Pastor Linda, how are we doing? It has been a wonderful day for me. Just okay. fabulous. Okay. Well, all right. Another brother Z and friends. Uh, the dictionary defines an optimistic person as someone who is hopeful and confident about the future. It also defines the pessimistic person as someone who tends to see the worst aspect of things or believe that the worst will happen. So the question is, <laughs> where do you see yourself? And this is for all of us, including our listeners. Where do we see ourselves? Which one are you? Optimistic, pessimistic, or somewhere in between? Um, I'm 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 out I'm I'm out shut right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm gonna open me up. <laughs> yeah, I I would jump up front and say that I'm an optimistic person. Aha. I see that we put into the question they're optimistic, pessimistic, or somewhere in between. Mm. If I am anywhere in between, it is very close up to totality in being optimistic. That's oh. me. Okay. And um, that's your story and you're sticking to it? I'm sticking to you're it. You're sticking to the pasta. <laughs> Tell me, pasta. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think, pasta? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Or uh, somewhere, somewhere in, in between. In between. Yeah. <laughs> like you're sitting on the fence. You, you want to jump one side, but no. You want to go the other side. No, but you just, are you sitting on the fence? Where are you? No, I'm optimistic all the way. I believe that the best is yet to come, Mm -hmm. regardless of the circumstances I might be facing today. Mm -hmm. And that is my faith. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. If Mm -hmm. you had said anything different, I Mm -hmm. would would have been surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but but, but wait. um, Could someone be totally one or the other? Do we have people who are totally optimistic and people who are totally pessimistic? Yes, yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I've seen both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen optimistic people sometimes have periods of pessimism, uh, where they're um, unsure about tomorrow over certain things, mm-hmm. and then I've seen people who are pessimistic who are totally pessimistic. And they don't believe anything good could happen. They're just very uh, negative mm. in that pessimism. Uh, very unbelieving. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would think of back in school where I know of teachers who you will get everything right, but will never give you 100%. Yeah, and <laughs> and his or her attitude is that no one can leave room. You must room, leave here yeah, <laughs> for something, so you would never get a hundred. Yeah. And also in the opposite, uh, when students fail, if I'm trying to remember, fail maybe was a f- 
a 55 or something like that, I may be wrong with that figure, mm. they would give you 56. So they would not fail you. They give you that one point to pass. Mm -hmm. And they would, on the other end, they would not give you a perfect mm. mark. Uh, uh, so I would really think that um, uh, I would tend to lean to one cannot be totally pessimistic there must be times when the doubter would be yeah given to something and there must be times when the poof the one who is to thinks he's totally optimistic would doubt have a slight doubt on something mm -hmm. that yeah, i think that's life pastor um i mm -hmm. know you you've taught before right you 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 um you're a teacher right mm -hmm. um i find in the past, that some teachers do not give a high point or the high, highest mark they're allotted because they want the students to work a little bit harder. Why do you teachers always do that? Because there's always higher levels. As I you know, alluded to when we kind of was uh, joking around earlier. Mm. There's always higher levels to go. Mm. And so no one, even the Apostle Paul said, you know, I have not attained mm. unto total righteousness. Okay. I'm still growing. Mm. And so mm. as a teacher, you want to leave room for growth. Now, they can be doing outstanding Okay. But you don't want that person to feel as if they've arrived and there's because what happened they lose their drive mm. for uh greater or but, for better to do better. But I and thought they, yeah, but mm -hmm. I thought when you praise people they they perform better. Well, they do and and it's not saying that you don't praise them, mm. but you always uh try to leave that room for improvement. Mm. You know, anywhere as a grade Anywhere between 90 and 100 is an A. Mm. So you can give an A, but maybe you give a 92. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, mm. I even had a boss back in the day that did that on the devaluations that she did me. Mm. Um, I would think I was just doing great, and she would never give me the highest mark right. uh, because she always wanted me to improve. <laughs> and and it, 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 it did something for me. It made me always strive for greater and to do better. Okay. Always evaluate myself and trying to do things a little better. Uh, at, at this moment, I'm thinking of a story back, a situation back in my, my, well, my teaching days, if I call it that. There's this student got 99% and she was in my office crying, Mr. Bayer. I could not come. She said, I am going to go to this teacher and ask him, where did I lose that 1%? I don't, I don't want. While uh, the student was in my office crying about getting 99% and want to fight mm -hmm. for that, the right to get 100 Another yeah. student came into the office in joy, and Mr. Bayer, Mr. Bayer, I passed, I passed. I said, how much did you get? She said, 56%. Oh. <laughs> so here you have a happy 56er. 
Mm, and a sad 99 i guess that's that is i guess that's uh i don't know what i'd say about it's that it's all about perspective and it yes yes and optimism uh, yeah the way you see a thing yes <laughs> yeah yeah okay oh my goodness. yeah brother z and friends on your local radio WBIO 89.3 FM. Our podcast, Brother Z and Friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. You can reach Pastor Linda at Anointed Community Service at 204 Godson Street, Groveland, Florida. By phone, 352-404-7898. That's 352-404-7898. Alternatively, on the web at anointedcommunitycs.org. That's Anointed Community CS. Dot org. The Lord is my light and salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. I
If you consider yourself to be somewhere in between on a scale of one to 10, where do you rate yourself? Where one is totally pessimistic, 10 is totally optimistic. Okay. okay. Well, you know what? I don't know about in between, Pastor. I'm going to hit it right in the 10. I'm going to slap that 10. I'm going to stay up there. And this <laughs> you maybe you'll get an E for effort, but you're not going to get <laughs> you're not going to get the the ten. So, okay, since I was saying that I believe uh I would be somewhere closest to um to being optimistic, I will go I is it the 10 that is the optimistic or the 1? Yes. 10 is totally optimistic. 10 is totally optimistic. Mm -hmm. All right. So at least I would go uh, a 9.5. I'm, I'm oh. right, right up there. <laughs> a 9.5. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I really believe that if you look hard enough yeah. and long enough, Absolutely. you must see something positive in the negative yes in a negative Absolutely. situation mm -hmm. uh, you know I, i'm gonna give you a run for your money brother z all right <laughs> <laughs> let's go i i'd be right up there with you 9.5 or you know yeah because i always try to do that is to see the positive in whatever yeah. situation because um, yeah. there is always there's always a positive and yes in what you think in any situation yeah. you know i've yeah. known people who've lost jobs and you know and lost homes and and lost just almost everything and they could not see and i i could understand that yeah. you can't really mm. see a positive in that but mm. sometimes like they tell you about a slingshot uh -huh. you've got to draw it back in order to shoot it forward forward wow i didn't hear yeah. that wow yes that's, that's sometimes good. you've got to lose some things mm -hmm. in order to regain Absolutely. some things in life. And, yeah. and then, you know, I mean, I've had someone close to me that went through that, and we realized that the Lord was working in that to break pride mm. off of that person's life yeah. and, mm. and brought them back to the place where they needed to be. And now God is shooting them forward, and wow. things are working out. So... Mm. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's always that optimistic view point. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. It's like if you if you never fell down, you don't know what it is like to get up. To get up, exactly. You're always up, you know. Um, exactly. I'm I'm dealing with a situation right now where this person is sick, and I know they're sick, but every day their cry is, "Why am I in pain? Please tell me, somebody help me. I need help." Why am I feeling pain? I say, man, you're sick. And that's all to it. Just give God thanks for the good things and stop um, stop fussing about the bad things, you know? Mm -hmm. And some people are like that. They just go on talking about the bad things that's happening to them and nothing about the good things. That's, that's so true. And, and it's hard for some people to, to be able to be thankful in the midst mm. of a... Uh, painful situations, situations. Right, yeah right. Uh, yeah it's hard for some but when you can you know 
uh, help direct their attention to something good Mm. um, in the situation, then it helps. Yep. But Mm. pain is never a good thing, and I just, uh, I believe in the Word of God and the Spirit of God. And I believe, too, you know, even when we pray for individuals who are sick or in pain, Mm. uh, sometimes even in that, God will give us wisdom and tell us what to do to alleviate that pain. Right, right. But we're going to pray for that uh, infirmity and that pain even as we go forward. Yes, yes. God is a healer. Right, right. Hallelujah, Mm. yes. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Brothers and Friends. We share because we care.
So this topic seems to be discussing our attitude in life. <laughs> Hence, we should take some time to define the word attitude. Attitude is the way we behave based on our perception of something or someone. Mm -hmm. Good, good point there. And if yes. I can just chime in and then I'll open it up. But as it says, attitude is the way we behave based on our perception of something or someone. Mm. It is also based on our expectation uh, of yes. something or someone. Yeah. Because when people have a negative or bad attitude about something or pessimistic mm -hmm. about something, it's usually rooted in their attitude or something that they believe that they didn't deserve or whatever mm. uh, and and it formulates that attitude of pessimism mm -hmm. yeah yeah so so i think there would the, after that position of what attitude is is there a question following uh, following that or? But, but before yeah. before yeah. we before yeah. we go, the, get there uh, brothers you permits me mm -hmm. because i i, I kind of had a look in this one and um I think some people don't ever believe they have, Pastor mentioned bad attitudes. Some people don't ever believe they have bad attitudes. It doesn't matter what they do. They think that their attitude was good. And I often wonder why. You know, is, is it that yeah. they don't know that they have a bad attitude or what a bad attitude is? Uh, no, I think that that's where the word perception comes in. Mm. It's how they exactly. see things. Yeah. And it's simply, you know, that's the way they they see it. They are, what's that? Trying to remember a word here that of a person who would ne never think they're wrong, you know, the, mm -hmm. you know that you know, that egotistic person. You know, mm -hmm. so it's there. Yeah. It's there, brother George. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you know, even in that, the Lord, uh, you know, had. The apostles and different ones prayed that the people's eyes of their understanding would be open. And we should all pray that because we can all be blinded in certain areas uh, of our behavior and not see ourselves as other people see us or, you know, perceive things in that way. So we pray for the eyes of the understanding to be open and that uh, each one of us can yeah. see ourselves. Uh, I'm reminded of the scripture that says that when we look into the Holy Scripture, we're looking into as if we're looking into a mirror uh, to behold ourselves. And when we behold ourselves, we allow God to change us. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's where, you know, like Brother Z said, deception and uh, perception um is is significant some people are deceived and they can't see uh you know anything better happening or anything, anything better for themselves yeah. and then some people see the glass half empty uh -huh. all the time mm -hmm. instead of seeing it half full yeah um and it forms their attitude and That's then when right. they see it half empty then they're complaining, well, why isn't it full? Where's the rest of the water? <laughs> yeah. uh -huh. I, I was shocked once with a friend. I, I never thought this. I was 
discussing positive i was discussing attitude the uh, the subject with a a friend and when i asked her about her attitude she thought that attitude is something negative she didn't realize that you could have a positive attitude mm -hmm. and a, a negative a attitude the word mm -hmm. in herself and I could see where she was coming from because yes, you would tell someone, "What's the matter with you? Why you have an attitude?" Right, right, right. You know, so her whole life was based on attitude or something negative, mm. and only until I explained it, she said, "Wow, you learn something every day." Yeah, that's a good point. Though. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yes. Mm. Well, well, we live in a world right now where um, some people think that what they're doing is absolutely beautiful, it's good, and they want to try and drag others along with them. And some people would see someone doing something and said, oh, wait, man, that's not the way to do it. Brother Z and friends on your local radio, WPIO 89.3 FM, or podcast, Brother Z and friends. Our email is brotherz77 at gmail.com. That's brotherz77 at gmail.com. We can also be reached by phone 407-668-4824. That's 407-668-4824. Do you think that in life we often allow people to decide for us which way we should behave? Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, mm. yes, unfortunately, that some of us are not strong enough mm. to have a position and hold on to it, or we are not strong enough to not allow another person' opinion about us or whatever it is. Mm. It is. Uh, and we change our behavior because of the pressure coming from another person. And I mm. strongly believe in that, that you should never let another person decide how we how you should behave. Uh, an example was uh, a story that was out there of uh, a, new, uh, a newspaper man by the roadside with the stand, had a customer who every day that customer would come to him and say good morning, mm. and he wouldn't answer. And he takes the newspaper and he goes. And his friend now say, why is it you keep saying good morning to this guy and he never answers you? Why do you keep doing it? Mm. And that person said, why should I let him decide for me right. how I should behave? I am used to saying good morning, and I would say it till mm. I die. It doesn't <laughs> matter if he answers or not. Mm. And when I thought, gave a good thought about that, again, there's, there's where the, uh, the, the negative and positive comes in. Maybe the guy didn't speak English. Mm. <laughs> so maybe he didn't know. <laughs> That's a good way to yeah. look at it. Yeah, maybe mm -hmm. so you just keep saying your good morning or what, mm. whatever it is. There could be any reason. 
right. why he wasn't. We are saying good morning, and he just come out of a house where his wife just left him, <laughs> and expect him to say good morning. No, <laughs> so we don't know the reason right. why this guy was not. So don't let his behavior guide the way you behave. Mm. And I think that's a very good point. Mm. Don't let someone else decide how you behave. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but you know what happens every day, even when people do things that trigger your frustration or your anger. Yeah. You know, um, we allow that individual's behavior to trigger frustration or anger. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, as they say, when you do that, you give your power over to that individual. That's right. You give your control over to that individual instead of having self-control within yourself. Within your, yeah, within you. To keep peace within yourself, regardless mm. of what they say or do. Mm. Um, so, and it is a daily chore to do that, to that, not allow that's people right. to yes. uh, cause you to behave differently. Right. I mean, it happens every day. That's why people fight, and that's why people argue because mm. of something someone else did or said mm -hmm. that uh, triggered these emotions in them, and then they just lose it. And then mm -hmm. they say, "Oh, you just made me angry," right. <laughs> right. or "You made me do this," and yeah. nobody makes anybody. All right, that's angry. that's the point I was going to make. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you mm -hmm. said it. Nobody, yeah. made. you chose. To, to, to exactly. behave that way. Mm. Oh, you made me do that. You yeah. got me. You made, no, I didn't do a thing. You are the one who made yeah. that choice. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it so, Pastor, that even in the school system, a lot of these um, youngsters, they will follow their friends and do something even though they know they're not supposed to. But because yeah. their friend is involved in it, they felt, felt that it's cool. Call that pre mm -hmm. peer pressure. Mm -hmm. mm. Peer pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's basically temptation, you know. Right, and right. Evil, evil communication corrupts good manners. As I was just telling a yeah. young man, well, I didn't tell him yet, but I was going to tell him when I had a chance to talk to him that, show me your friends and I'll show right. you your future. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yes. so because true. of the people you hang around, evil communication mm. corrupts good manners. That's what mm. the Word of God tells us. And so, you know, it's a choice. Life is a choice every day. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like we said, choices. said nobody choices. makes you do anything. Yeah. <laughs> choices. Even, even with your attitude. You know, a lot of people mm -hmm. have this negative attitude about things that happened to the black race or whatever in yeah. the past. Mm -hmm. um, women have negative attitudes about things that's been done to women in the past. But I'm like, I've always had this attitude. I try to keep it. You know, I, you I'm try, not with that. You try? I'm not with that. <laughs> you I try, Pastor? I'm going to live for today. <laughs> yes, I know. Take that word out, right? <laughs> Take that word out. But I, I believe in living that we live in the now. Yes. Yeah. Yesterday. Yes. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. Not even the tomorrow, because we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> That's right. So we live in the now. Mm -hmm. It's important. Attitude is important, um, yeah. and I and it really does yeah. um, help shape whether you're going to be an optimistic person or a pessimistic but, yeah. person. Mm -hmm. I, and, and trust I, me, you 
you can you can root it all back on a pessimistic person to uh, things that happen in their life where they were disappointed all the time, mm. where things didn't come through all the time. So they just formulated the opinion, well, things are never going to turn out right for me mm-hmm. because they never have in the past. How could we help uh, to correct someone who who's like that? Who's 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 negative? You mean? Who, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. 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 Or pessimistic. Or pessimistic. Yeah. Well, well, I Go felt ahead, that brother. I felt that the word assertive comes into play here. I mm-hmm. think sometimes you have to help people to be more assertive because some folks they just don't have it to mm-hmm. stand up and do something on their own. They just feel like you know they must take the lead from somebody else all the time. And, and you could actually listen to them and and carefully with all the negativity that's coming out and coax them into realizing that something in there, okay, what about this? Don't you see a bit of, aren't you thankful that, even if you want to go with a simple thing like you wake up and, oh, I'm wake up and all this pain and I remember but you woke but up, at least eh? you woke up. You woke yeah. up, huh? Yeah. Thank you. So if you have the answers, the right answers to feed to them without condemning them for being negative, mm-hmm. you stand a better chance of turning it around. And if that doesn't work, run away from them. <laughs> <laughs> you mean run, 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 run. You yeah. don't need that, but tell That's them, right. tell them you're coming back. Uh, okay. I'll be back. Uh, you know. <laughs> All right, but I gotta go right now. <laughs> okay. mm-hmm. right. And and I agree with that, brother Z. I just had a young lady tell me the other day how one of her coworkers came to work every day, and she's like, "Oh, I really don't want to be here. I'm so tired." Mm. And she turned around and she said, "Well, you know." You ought to be thankful because with today's uh, economy, yeah. a lot of people are without and not work. Working. Would you rather be home, not working, and the girl quickly, oh, no. No, no, and no. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't tell the boss that. <laughs> yes. She quickly turned yeah. her attitude around mm. and was grateful mm-hmm. of having a job. Um Yes. Yeah. So I agree with you, Brother George. Uh, perhaps the best way is to, and you use the word assertively, right. which is different to aggressively. So you cannot come on with aggression to them or condemn them or any anything like that. But yes, assertively make points right. that shows up the positive um, side of whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a man, a man complaining because he has no shoes. <laughs> and when you look down there, you see somebody going with going no. around with crutches, with no feet, right, right, no feet. with no feet. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so well, you want to make a choice. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So it could be done. It could be done. What would be some of the causes for pessimism? Maybe family environment. You could be brought up in a family that. Then nothing, nothing much yeah. was happening for them. Your, your parents weren't, you know. Huh? Yeah, is it? Is it could be. So, I, like I said, it could be your environment. What you have learned from mm-hmm. your environment is that the same thing as hereditary? Uh, I don't. 
Well, it, it would go hand in hand, I think, mm. because mm. you brought up in that, uh, you know, pessimistic environment. That's all yeah. you ever heard was mm. pessimism. Yeah. Um, or, like I said earlier, maybe that person, uh, you know, had a lot of uh, bad opportunities or mm-hmm. bad luck, yeah. as they say, in life. Right, right. Every time you look around, things didn't work out. And so they began to believe that things will never work out. And they start voicing that out of their mouth. I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I was always there saying, no, 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 don't say that. You don't know what will happen. That's um, right. Mm-hmm. So, and then they see that good things happen. That's right. And, and it takes time, but they can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you said, it's like it's on the parent. Uh, you know what you teach, what you what you teach the child. If if you're a parent, always complaining <laughs> about bad things happening to you. Yeah. That's the type of child that you would you would raise, uh, that's how, but if a parent is on top of the ball and showing the positive side of things, that's what, that's what will the, the, the child would. Many things uh, my, my daughter would say to me, I learned that, uh, I learned that from you. You, you know, <laughs> you never let me get away with that. Mm-hmm. I learned that from you. And I'm, and in that sense, I am thankful that I wasn't a parent, a father, who preached the negative mm. because she would have been suffering for that today. Okay, brethren, it's time for the word. Come on, everybody, say amen. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs>
Greetings, greetings, greetings. It is always such a pleasure to be with you by way of radio. And we want to talk a little bit more about the importance of being optimistic uh, versus uh, being pessimistic or vice versa. And so we want to come from Matthew's chapter 25 and talk about how Jesus gave talent to a few of the people. Coming from Matthew's 25 and uh, let's see verse 14. And we're going to start there. And it reads, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his goods. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he that had received the five talents went and traded with the same, and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two talents, he also gained other two. And he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoned with them. And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. He said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Then he went to the one that he gave two talents to, and he said, Lord, I've delivered unto you two more talents besides the two that you gave me. And the Lord said, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there thou hast that which is thine. And the Lord answered that last servant and said, Thou wicked and slowful servant, uh, you knew that I reap where I sowed not and gathered where I have not strawed. You should have put my money to the exchangers, and at my coming I would have received my own with usury. Praise God. As I look at this portion of scripture, I see the last man believing uh, that uh, he could do nothing with that talent. He obviously was pessimistic. He was fearful and afraid, and, and he didn't think that he could do anything to gain more talents when all the time he really could if he could have just seen the optimistic point of view that there, where there's a will, there's a way. Where there's life, there's hope. Uh, and the Lord would not have given the talent if he could not have multiplied it. 
it it behooves me to 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 look at that and i say to myself that this lord believed in that and that servant, he believed that that servant could have done something with that talent. That's why he gave it to him. But pessimism will stop you from moving forward. Pessimism will stop an individual from seeing good things happening in their lives. The other two servants that received the, the five and the three talents or the two talents, they believed that they could get better. They believed that they could gain better, and so they took the necessary steps to do so. I was mentioning to someone just recently that uh, there are books and talents and, and all kinds of gifts buried in the grave, buried in the dirt. It would be something to believe that that was what the Lord meant when he said that servant, that one servant buried that talent in the ground. It could mean that that one servant was so pessimistic and so fearful that they went to their grave without accomplishing what the Lord wanted them to accomplish. Therefore, the grave is full of pessimistic people who did not believe that they could do better or be better. God wants each of us to know that we are able to do great things because his spirit lives within us. If you therefore be risen with Christ, as the scriptures say, if we therefore be risen with Christ, we are to seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of the Father. Those things that are above includes faith, includes temperance, includes mercy, includes all of those things that the Word of God tells us about in the spirit, in the book of the Bible, in the book of Galatians, chapter 5 and 22, where it talks about the, the fruit of the Spirit. And so God is doing and letting us know that, that he has all good things in store for us. And he wants us to walk in those good things and believe that those good things are available for us. I believe that if we're optimistic and believe that we have a good future, then we'll see that good future. Even as we put our hands to the plow and whatsoever our hands find to do, we do it with all of our might and we will see the good plans that God has in store for us. If you are one of those pessimistic people who just see the negative side of everything, see the glass half empty, I implore you today and encourage you today to look around you Count your many blessings. You know, back in the day, someone once said to me, blessings always out, outweigh the, the, the bad. Pros always outweigh uh, the cons. The good always outweighs the bad. And when you begin to look at the good, you begin to see all the potential available in your life. And as you see that potential, you begin to move forward in it. And you can be an optimistic person today as you put your faith in the word of God. Because I tell you, God is a God of faith. His whole, the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation is faith. 
It's telling us of things to come and the good things that God has in store for his people. Jeremiah 29 and 11 say, I know the plans and the thoughts that I think of you. They're plans of good and not evil to give you an expected end. So no matter what you're passing through today, no matter what uh, illness may be in your life, no matter what uh, circumstance may be in your life, there is always good around the corner. I often tell individuals, don't stop now because you don't know the good that's waiting for you. And if you stop, then you won't obtain that good. The Bible tells us that we ought to be uh, followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. God's got promises for you and for me. And being optimistic keeps us in faith, knowing that those promises are soon to come. I want you to believe the Lord and realize that those promises are for you and they're soon to come. Keep up the faith, keep your mind in the word of God, and God will bring it to pass. We thank God for you. God bless you and God keep you. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Pastor Linda, for showing the our our listeners and encouraging them to focus more on the positive than the negative, to be more optimistic than pessimistic. Thank you very much, and we hope our our listeners have paid much attention to the Word of God. Father, we thank you for your listening audience. We thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice. I thank you that you are encouraging them. You are strengthening them. You are even healing them right now. We thank you for the blood of Jesus as we pleaded over every one of our listening audiences today. We thank you as we pray for them to walk in faith, walk in that optimism that they believe that tomorrow will be brighter. Their tomorrow will be brighter than their today. Their tomorrow will hold greater than their even right now. Father, we thank you that you are calling them to greatness. You are calling them from faith to faith and from glory to glory. That means that they will go from one level to the next level, and it's always higher. Father, we thank you for what you're doing in each and every life today. We thank you for your healing virtue. By your stripes, they are healed. They're healed from pessimism, which is nothing but doubt rooted in fear. And we thank you that you are bringing them to optimism, which is rooted in faith and expectation, expecting you to do greater things in their life. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. you, Pastor. And we are in the zone. I want to thank you all for tuning in and thank you for staying with us, Pastor. Amen. And Brother Z. Amen. Amen. And Amen. You're one Amen shot, Brother Z. So until, <laughs> until the next time, God bless you. We share because, because we, we care. care. Uh-huh. <laughs>